0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. Proverbs four twenty five says, "Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you." In the message, it says, "Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions." So, in the end of chapter four, here we get these exhortations: guard your heart, guard your mouth, guard your eyes, guard your feet, and This is speaking about our eyes. I told a story a while back in a message, but it I think is really powerful, and that is if you ever train a dog and you are trying to train it not to eat until it's commanded, what you do is you put a bowl down with food in it and you tell the dog to wait or no until you give the dog the command to go ahead. And what's true of dogs is that if a dog is trying to obey, they have to look at their master because as soon as they look at the food, the food is so tempting that they can't help themselves or so it feels. And so they jump to the food, they indulge in the food, whereas when their eyes are on their master, they can wait to get into what it is that is currently forbidden, even though a good thing that they will get to have. And what we see here is that looking directly forward or for my purposes here, looking at what God has for you instead of at all the sideshow distractions is a really important thing to learn to do in our lives. Because first we glance, then we look, then we gaze, then we fixate. And before long, we invariably pursue really with abandon what we have looked at. And so we're told to look straight ahead so that we don't Glance at and eventually fall to a lesser pursuit or pursue what might be destructive in our lives. So we must guard our eyes in order to safeguard our lives. To look away from the straight path is to do so at our own peril. In Joshua 7, the story is told about Achan who looked at treasure with his eyes and he took his eyes off what it meant to be a person of integrity and as a result, he ended up choosing to sin and to walk away from the things of God. Jesus exhorted men not to look at women with lustful intent in Matthew 5, but rather to see women as someone created in God's image who's to be cherished apart from her sexuality. The Pharisee in Luke 18 looked down on other people, considering himself more righteous than those he saw around him, rather than understanding the leveling power of the cross. He chose to see his own goodness rather than the goodness of Christ on his own behalf. The power of the eyes is that we believe that what we look at will ultimately satisfy us. If it's stuff or sensuality or self-righteousness, we think that we need what we see in order to be happy. Is We think that we need that in order to be happy. But what we need to do is to learn that realizing the object of our desires will not lead us to lasting satisfaction. So seriously does Jesus take this issue of what we look at, that he tells the man who's dealing with lust that he would be better to put his eye out than to continue on the path of lust. That's Matthew 5.29. And what that means is we need to take whatever radical measures are required to ensure that we're not being drawn by what we see away from what is best. Philippians 4 gives that simple exhortation to think on whatever's lovely, whatever's true, whatever's beautiful, that that is where our minds need to be stayed and our eyes need to be focused on those things. So today, I'm going to pay attention to what I pay attention to so that I know that I'm turning my eyes toward God, toward his path, rather than toward things that are lesser ambitions. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.